The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hi, welcome to the online marketing show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is Ari Galper. Go to unlockthegame.com to find out more. Ari, thank you for being on the call with me today. Sure. Before we begin, I'm going to give a quick introduction to Ari. Ari Galper is the world's number one sales trainer and the creator of Unlock the Game, a new sales mindset and approach that has revolutionized the world of selling. Built on the concept of authentic communication and trust, his visionary approach to selling relieves the pressure for both the seller and the buyer, producing profound results. He's worked in the industry for over 20 years and worked with iconic companies such as UPS and Qualcomm. With over 45,000 subscribers, clients and members growing at over 1,000 per month from 38 different countries, including business owners, entrepreneurs and sales professionals, Ari has trained the best of the best and continues to be the most respected and followed sales thought leader in the sales industry. He's been interviewed on such networks as CNN Money and Sky News. As a sought-after international speaker, Ari presents at sold-out seminars and corporate training events where he demonstrates his groundbreaking methods, making live sales calls in front of audiences. He has shared the stage with fellow entrepreneurs such as Joan Rivers, Mark Victor Hansen, Dan Kennedy, Christopher Howard, Bill Glazer, Alexandria Brown, and many others. Ari's mission is to help business owners, entrepreneurs, and sales professionals break through their fear of selling, as well as create better lives for themselves and their families, and of course, their clients. Unlock the Game is quickly becoming the standard for how to create genuine trust for anyone who sells a product or service. So Ari, thank you so much for for coming on the show once again. Ari, many of the listeners of the online marketing show use the internet to get the leads but they close them over the phone. So it's a real pleasure to have you on the show and I'm looking forward to it. Um, your system, Unlock the Game, is directly challenging traditional selling with tremendous results. And it's come at a time when perhaps trust is at its lowest point in the business world. So I can't wait to hear how you're going to help us eliminate sales rejection. But first of all, could you tell us your story and how you came up with your breakthrough program? Sure. Yeah, no problem at all. I appreciate you having me. Uh, happy to share ideas with, with your listeners. Um, yeah, my, my uh, sales program is called Unlock the Game, and mm-hmm. there's a story behind that. And it happened about nine, now eight, nine years ago when I was managing a, a, a team uh, of uh, salespeople, about 18 of them. And it was for a company that was involved with website tracking. Uh, back then, we were like, it was like the hottest thing happening, you know. And, of course, now you can get it from anywhere almost for free on your website. But mm-hmm. back then, it was pretty exciting. We were making a lot of sales, and we were pretty young company. And my job was not only to manage the salespeople, but also to bring in the large accounts uh, for the company. So uh, part of my time was spent working on a couple large accounts. And, fi- and I had finally gotten this one company to uh, to agree to a conference call with us. It's a very large, large company, large opportunity. And if I had made the sale, closed the sale, then this could possibly double revenues for the whole business within a year. So it was a pretty wow. big opportunity. Yeah. I spent a lot of time on, on brief calls and getting people together and finally, finally, they agreed to this conference call. So 
this is like the call of the year, you know, like everyone's excited about it. Uh, big name brand company. And so finally we had this call with myself and our uh, CEO in the conference room. And then there was them uh, across the country, uh, about eight of them all in a room on their end, uh, all the decision makers from, you know, CFO to technology to director and marketing to purse director, everybody was in that room. And so it was, it was a very exciting day. And so the call finally came and I called in on our speakerphone. They had a speakerphone and we said our hellos and, and uh, uh, they went around the room and said who they were, and it was very cordial, very nice. And I started to begin to demo, you know, give a demonstration of our product to the internet. Uh, they were they were online, and so were we. So we started to show them, you know, the, the stats and what they could do online. And they were just so excited about what they were saying. They were just saying things like, "Wow, this is amazing." They were just blown away by all the all the technology and all the statistics they can get live in real time. And they were just in the back of the room. You can hear noises like, oh, this is fantastic. This is great. We can do so much with this, you know. And they even said to me, Ari, you know, fantastic job. You know, I, th- this is like a, a love love fest on the phone. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There, there was so much chemistry between us and them that I, I said to myself, this couldn't be the most perfect sales call I've ever had in my entire career. I mean, it's just so natural and my 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 our CEO was high-fiving me in the back of the room and <laughs> I was on a high I mean yeah. they were asking me questions and of course I had what all the answers right yeah hopefully <laughs> <laughs> you know just going back and forth and so about hour-long call they all their questions answered at the end of the call they said to me Ari, you know we really like this fantastic give us a call in a couple of weeks and I was like wow sure that sounds fantastic you know I'm excited about it looking forward to working with you and I'll follow up with you then so, um, you know, I just, so the call was over. I said my goodbyes. And as I reached over for the, for the phone in the middle of the room, I uh, reached over to push the off button. But, but by complete accident, or now I say by divine intervention, by complete accident, I hit the wrong button. I pushed the mute button instead of the off button. <laughs> and they thought I had hung up the phone. And I was about to reach over to the off button to turn it off. But then a little voice inside of me said, the devil said, you know, Ari, go to the dark side of the, pro- of the customer's world. Be a fly in the wall. And let's hear what they have to say. And, and another, another side of me said, just hang up. Well, which side do you think won? Uh, did you get tempted, Ari? Yeah, I did get tempted, yes. Yeah. I went ahead and pulled my thumb back for just a couple of minutes, and they started talking amongst themselves, thinking I had hung up the phone. So, and I'll throw it out to you, Joe. Do you have any guesses or ideas of what I may have heard as they were started talking amongst themselves, thinking I hung up the phone? I'm not sure. The the call seemed to go quite well, so hopefully they were saying some nice things. Um, but I don't know what happened. Well, it's interesting because um, you would think it was all going to be positive, right? Mm-hmm. Given we just had. Mm-hmm. But here's what they said, word for word. What they said was, "We're not going to go with them." Keep using it for more information huh. and make sure we shop someplace else. <laughs> bit of a downer. <laughs> a bit of a downer. That's that reserved British side of you. It was, it was very painful. <laughs> it was just like the complete opposite of what I thought I would hear. I mean, here I was trained in sales. I have all the CDs of all the gurus. I was taught to answer objections, make presentations, be enthusiastic. Everything I was told to do over the years and here's the results that I got. Mm-hmm. And so I hung, hung up the phone very nicely, and very nice, you know, sorry, hung up the phone, 
and, and they didn't know I was there, and I looked at the wall, just shaking, just saying to myself, what did I do wrong? And finally, I got an epiphany. Something hit me, and I said to myself, somewhere along the way, it has become socially acceptable not to tell the truth to people who sell, right? Yeah. It's perfectly okay to say things like, sounds good, send me information, we're interested, without having any intention of buying at all. Then I said to myself, why were they afraid to tell me the truth? And, and what do most people in sales or business do when they hear from a customer things they don't want to hear, or they hear a no? What are we trying to do in sales? We're trying to start doing what harder? We try to close even harder. We try to change their mind somehow, even though they keep saying they don't want it. Exactly. <laughs> so we try and sell harder. And by selling harder to someone who's pushing against us, mm. we create what I call sales pressure. And I realized that the reason why they and most prospects are not willing to tell you the truth is because they are trying to prevent feeling pressured. And that's when I realized if I can figure out a way to create an entirely different way of thinking and a different mindset around selling, where your goal is not to make the sale with somebody, your goal instead is to remove the pressure from the process that exists there, a river that flows back and forth no matter how nice you are, is still there. If I can remove that pressure, to allow the other person to tell me the truth, then we can both decide if we're a fit or not. And that's when I came up with my entirely different approach called Unlock the Game, which basically unlocks the sales game. It's a whole different mindset and platform, where, which is very contrary in thinking because the whole platform and mindset is based upon the concept that your goal is not to make the sale. Your goal is to get to the truth of whether the sale exists or not. And that is a whole different plane of thinking and a whole different set of behaviors, uh, a different delivery, different languaging. And that's the essence behind the concept and the story of Unlock the Game. And that is to, to, to be successful in selling without having to put pressure on people and sacrifice your integrity along the way, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes total sense. So that is basically the concept uh, behind uh, unlock the game. And so um, to, to help people and your listeners to begin to shift and, and give some examples behind this, the next step we need to do is, is to share with your listeners some myths about selling to really sure. clean out in their mind, you know, ghosts, what I call them, in the back of their mind still holding them back. A lot of people are afraid of sales. Mm -hmm. They feel awkward. They feel it's, it's beneath them. They feel it's uncomfortable. So people shy away from it and they don't make very much money because selling is where all the other opportunity is. So I, I have invented this approach, which has helped thousands of people now, to be able to sell without having to put a sales hat on. Uh, to be natural and authentic. So what we need to do first in our little process here, our transformational process, is to help your listeners uh, break away from their old belief system around sales. The way to do that is to, to, to address some of the myths, okay? Sure, please. So w w the first myth is, is, and you probably can fill in the blank here, is that selling is a what game? A numbers game. That's right. Yeah. It's a very common notion that selling is all about the numbers, right? And where that came from was from a salesperson making a phone call, getting rejected, and their boss said, keep calling. 
Keep calling. It doesn't matter how many people you call. It's all about the numbers. And if you call 100 people today, a one or two will squeeze out, and that's what sales is all about. Well, that that that's that was fine for like 1980s and like 1990s, <laughs> but, but but not in this day and age because we discovered the sales or selling is no longer about how many people you talk to anymore. It's about how deep you go on each call with a customer. It's about how good you are at creating trust. It's about how able you are to listen and connect with someone. That is the new measurement of success in this new economy and selling, not how good you are at burning through leads and making more calls. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's a waste of time, isn't it, when you do 100 phone calls and only one of them is interested it can make you feel like you just don't want to do it anymore just really demoralizing so so that's the that that's myth number one which for a lot of people it's going to be kind of challenging their system belief system Mm -hmm. because they've been brought up to believe that's what selling is all about Mm -hmm. and a lot of management and companies all over the world still believe that's how you motivate a team to do better make Mm -hmm. more calls do more activities but boy are they still living in a bubble from the 80s? Because, yeah. unfortunately, if, if you're burning through leads and calling more people, you're not connecting at a deep level with them. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's the first sort of uh, myth to debunk. The next one is that the notion of the sale is lost at the end of the process. I mean, you, you've probably been there before and where you're working with a customer or you, propo- you made a proposal and, and you're about to make the sale happen and all of a sudden it doesn't work. It doesn't happen. It falls through. You say to yourself, oh, what did I do wrong? I didn't close it. You start to feel bad about yourself because the burden's on you for not closing the sale, right? Yeah. What we discovered is in this new economy, this sale is no longer lost at the end of the process anymore. It's lost at the beginning. Right. In fact, it's lost at hello. <laughs> and I'll give you an example. Let's say someone calls your office tomorrow, Joey, and, and, and you pick up the phone. And they say, hi, my name is, I'm with... We are a, what goes through your mind about three seconds? Oh, no, not another cold caller. <laughs> <laughs> it's over at, hello, isn't it? Yeah. You've shut down instantly at that point. And that's what I'm talking about. So, you know, many people, people can, can get past that point, keep talking, and try and create a relationship. But the truth is, uh, the person's guard is up, and they're climbing a mountain, and they're not creating trust. So we, our system is systematized to, to learn how to create trust at hello. Uh, the next item to deal with is this notion around rejection. Rejection, And, you know, rejection is a supposedly a very common notion of, sal- of sa- sales in business. It came from a kind of a macho attitude, sort of cowboy, uh, you know, uh, testosterone, sort of like you can't take a no, you can't take rejection, you aren't made for business. You aren't made for selling. Again, that's another archaic concept because we discovered with our clients and our in our research that rejection is triggered it is triggered by three or four triggers that the seller does unknowingly that causes the other person to push back on them so if you were aware of those triggers and were able to eliminate them you would for the first time be able to sell without ever again experiencing rejection and that is a very strong claim that I'm making here. I, I, I'm, I'm claiming right now on this call that Unlock the Game is the only sales approach in the world that eliminates sales rejection. 
Brilliant. Ari, you spoke about Unlock the Game and your different approach to selling. And I suppose that would include a very different mindset. And you've told me that there are three mindset principles that you teach that are the foundation of Unlock the Game. Could you tell us a little bit more about those three principles? Yes. So there are three principles behind the core Unlock the Game philosophy. And it's important that people, your 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 listen listen to this because this is the core of how it makes the whole thing work. And within these within these principles, I'll give you real examples, real practical examples, uh, and and the triggers so you can begin to uh, use this, try this tomorrow on your sales calls, and, and watch the results happen, and then consider going next level uh, and work with us to have you master this over time to free you from any fears you might have or rejection uh, experiences you might be having. Mm-hmm. So the first the first principle essentially is number one is to always be diffusing pressure that that is the first principle that is always behind everything that we teach for people to make them aware that that rejection or it is triggered by pressure so like i said there's pressure beneath the, the conversation all the time no matter how relaxed you are and your objective is remove that otherwise you can't create trust and so one one of the triggers behind rejection uh, is to eliminate that is languaging. We have created our own trust-based languaging that replaces sales words, sales phrases that, that, that trigger rejection. And I'll give you an example right now of what I mean by that. Okay? So let's say you're on a call with a first, a, a first call with a potential customer, and it's going well, and the call comes to a close, but you can tell there's an opportunity there. What are we typically trained to do in business for sales when we're on our first call with somebody and a call comes to an end? What are we supposed to do? What would you think that a typical person would do in sales? Well, a couple of years back when I was doing a telesales job, uh, my manager would want us to sell right there and then on the phone. Um, but if the cr- prospect wouldn't commit right away, then we'd have to arrange a follow-up call. Yeah, so in most cases, you're taught to move things forward, right? Or to try yeah. and close in the spot. So either try and close or say things like, hey, how about we mo- I call you Friday? How about we get together? You create momentum and move things forward, right? Yeah. But what could happen if you attempt to move things forward and they aren't ready yet? What could be broken right there in that spot, right at that moment? What can be broken right there? The rapport, the trust factor, they might not pick up the phone next time they see you calling. Yes. So yeah. so what happens, you break trust because yeah. you're not connecting with the person. Yeah. So let me share with you how, with our approach, we handle this to build that trust and diffuse that pressure. So in our world, with the right mindset of not focusing on the, on the sale, focusing on diffusing pressure, in that mm-hmm. scenario, if the call comes to an end, rather than saying things like, hey, let's move things forward, let's order now, mm-hmm. here's what we say instead. This comes right from our materials. That we say this. We say, where do you think we should go from here? Brilliant. And I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. Where do you think we should go from here? Now, what do you think is going through the mind of the customer or prospect at that moment when they hear that? Well, it's um, just so different and refreshing. I'd imagine that as a prospect hearing that, they're going to feel less pressurized and more empowered as you're putting the ball in their court. It's up to them what happens next. Well, what the first thing that probably goes through their mind is they're probably in a state of shock. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. they can't believe mm-hmm. that for the first time they are truly being respected and listened to like a, as a human being. And that's the beginning of taking the pressure out and, and being present and giving them a chance to tell you 
the truth. Now, what's fascinating is this. If, if there really are a qualified potential customer of yours or prospect, mm-hmm. they will tell you, how about we move things forward? You don't have to do it. And they might, they'll tell you the truth. They'll say things like, I've got one more question. I'm not sure. But the point is you diffuse the pressure connected at the human level to allow them to feel comfortable opening up to you. And that's a small sample of our trust-based language we created for every single scenario you could ever imagine in a sales situation. And once you own the languaging, you own your, yourself in terms of how you communicate with people in a selling environment because you are not, you're bulletproof, essentially. You don't allow people to walk on you anymore. So well, let me ask you a question. What did you notice in the way I delivered that phrase when I said, where do you think we should go from here? Well, I noticed you said it quite calmly and slowly. Absolutely. In fact, what I was going to mention was one of the triggers besides languaging is mm-hmm. the delivery of how you connect with people. If you notice, I lowered my voice, I spoke slower, mm-hmm. and I paused. And, and, and by being humble like that is what uh-huh. allows them to feel comfortable opening up. And I can't tell you how many people, when they go through our coaching program, we role play with them. And we find them speeding up uh, without even them knowing it when we role play with them because they're getting ready for battle. They're getting ready for the rejection. They're getting ready for the fight because they're so used to the battle and the fight and selling. That's all they're used to. Yeah. And so we help them uh, uh, slow down, pause, and relax because that's what allows the other person to trust you because mm-hmm. you're not creating momentum to move things forward because momentum tr- triggered by a salesperson is what creates pressure on people. So trick number one is languaging. Number two is, is, uh, is delivery, is the way in which you come across to someone yeah. else. And, and that, that, that goes to the notion of, of even enthusiasm, because you know in the old school way of selling, if you're, enthousia- you're supposed to be enthusiastic about what you sell, right? Because you love what you do. But what can happen if you're enthusiastic with someone who doesn't know you yet? What are they going to be thinking? This guy's crazy. He's just shouting in my ear and talking really fast. I can't hear what he's saying. Correct. So, so that's that's another item there. So, so now number two, the second principle, as I mentioned earlier, is, is this idea, this notion of focusing on the truth and not the sale. And that's a real big one for people because a lot of people struggle with this because they're so used to focusing on their objective only, not the customers. They can't get out of their own mind. So as you're, as you're talking to people, they're trying to be nice and not be pushy, but in the back of their mind, they're thinking to themselves, oh, I hope I get the sale. I hope I make the move forward. I hope that it, they're, they're, they're speaking to themselves and not being totally present. They're not listening. So by shifting your focus away from your objective and focusing on the tr- helping another person tell you the truth and to see if you're fit or not, that allows you to be present, center with someone that creates trust. And I'll give you an example of what I mean by that, mm-hmm. what I mean by truth. Okay? Mm-hmm. So let's say someone calls your office and says to you, you know, Joey, I'm on your website. I heard about what you do. Uh, send me some information about what you, what you offer. 
it's a pretty common scenario in business. If yeah. someone says, send me information, right? Well, what, what's the typical response that people do in sales or business when they get a call like that? It says, send me information. What do we, what's our instant, our instant reaction to that? What do we say? I'd just send them the info they wanted and maybe arrange another call. The, the initial reaction is, sure, what's your address and what's your phone number? And we'll send it out to you and we'll follow up with you afterwards. That's the typical quick response. And but 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 the interesting thing about that is what could be some of the hidden agendas behind send me information? What could be some of the key reasons behind that question would you would you think in your mind? Is this in an inbound situation where they got in contact with us first? Yeah, what what could be a couple of reasons why they're asking for information? What could be some hidden reasons behind that? They could be a competitor. They could just be wanting to find out more about your company, your products or services, but not actually have any real intention to buy. Uh, I guess there's all kind of alternative motives that someone could ask for info and never actually have the intention to do business with you. And, and, and the key point of all this is that we don't know the truth, do we? But what do we keep doing? We keep following our process, trying to keep pushing without focusing on the truth. So here's how we handle that with our approach and our minds and our language. And when someone says to us, send me information, well, we first thing we say is, that's not a problem. Then we say, would it make sense to first figure out what the two or three issues are you're trying to solve? Mm-hmm. Then I can know exactly what to send you. Would you be open to that? See, then it allows the person to feel comfortable opening up and mm-hmm. telling you what their issues are mm-hmm. in order for both of you to get the truth. Mm-hmm. Let me give an example, another a real example that, that you might relate to. Uh, you know, I'm sure you probably know what a gatekeeper is, right, from your old days in, sa- old days in sales? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, basically, when you're calling uh, and you're wanting to get through to the decision maker, they have a PA or receptionist or someone in the way who basically will restrict your access to that person that you're trying to speak to. So, uh, so I have actually three gatekeepers for myself mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to protect myself from inbound communication. Yeah. And recently, somebody, a clever person, was able to get through all three gatekeepers to, to have my phone ring here at the office to call my phone number. And, and they called my number. I picked the phone up and I said, you know, hello, Zari. And this gentleman said, you know, my name is Michael and I'm with XYZ Company, a very big company in Australia. Uh-huh. And, and he says to me, we're looking to, to, to bring in a sales guru into our company for a long-term contract. We're, we're looking at, at you and two other people and we're in phase one right now. And we'd like to know uh, why we should go with you, why you're the best, and tell us why we should consider, consider you. So he's calling me yeah. and he wants me to give him a sales pitch. Right, yeah, he's putting yeah, yeah. pressure on me, and so so uh, he, he called the wrong guy at the wrong time in the world to to be putting. <laughs> to see, he wanted me to play the game, right? That is the game. See, that's the game most people are locked into. Mm-hmm. They start they start defending themselves and 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 just doing the game, getting rejected and getting stuck. So, you want you want to hear how I handle that? Yeah, please. How did you handle that? So the so so basically. Um, I took a deep breath and I stayed calm. <laughs> and, and and I said, "Well, isn't that interesting? Because over here at our company, we have a very similar process to you. We have a phase one where we gather information, collect some information, 
ask some questions, see if we're a good fit or not. Then we decided to go where to go from there with the person. Would you be open to that? And then there was complete silence. I didn't hear a word. Then I heard this like sigh of relief. I heard this. <sighs> I felt him relax actually on yeah. the phone. Then he says to me in a very nicer tone. He says, "Well, sure, no problem. What kind of questions do you have for me?" And the next thing I know, we're having a nice conversation. I discover one, he's not a decision maker. Two, he has no budget. And three, he's just curious as to what I do. So I, I sent him off on his way with some free information. He's very happy. I hung up the phone. And what did that just save me months of? Not chasing him up for months afterwards when he never intended to buy at all. I was able to diffuse the pressure mm-hmm. to help him feel comfortable telling me the truth because of my mindset and, and, and it prevented me from taking this drug what I call this drug called hopium where I hope I had an opportunity honey I got a call today from this company you spend months and months chasing people and hoping getting rejected and by getting the truth of people yeah. you're able to identify who is a potential sale or not mm-hmm. without sacrificing yourself by playing what I call a chasing game and chasing ghosts, people who show interest but are really not interested. And that is the power of Unlock the Game. It gives you that transparency and that authenticity to be able to allow the other person to connect with you at a human level. Does that make sense? Yeah, it really really does. Good. So the last principle is the notion of uh, being a problem solver instead of a pitch person. Because we are so used to pitching what we do, right? Yeah. We, we, the, we're, we're very articulate about our solution. Like, you know, if someone says what you do, we just rattle it off. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what we discovered was that people don't connect to solutions. Mm-hmm. They connect to others who understand their problems. So we've reversed the process of how to approach people, on a, even on a cold call or any kind of call, calling back, lead up a website form, where you initiate the call not based on talking about you and your solution, mm-hmm. but you initiate the call based upon the problems you mm-hmm. can help them solve. And we have developed our own methodology on how to convert your solution, your benefits and, benefits and features, into what we call problem statements. Uh, phrases and and words that articulate the customer's world to the extent where when you call them and you initiate the call talking about their problems, they want to hear from you because they feel understood by you. And that is the core principle behind that. We have a whole methodology on how we help companies and uh, entrepreneurs and sales professionals uh, move away from pitching and focus on problem-solving and it essentially eliminates all rejection, all fears, even on cold calls, to initiate the call without making a sales pitch. So that, that's, that's the essence of Unlock the Game. Fantastic. Ari, that's been some brilliant information that you've shared with us. Where can we go to find out more about your Unlock the Game program? Sure. The best place to go to is uh, unlockthegame.com sure. and take a free test drive of our program. We have a free sample, like 10... Uh, email lessons that we send you of, of some audio seminars to listen to the ideas, listen to the content for free. And if it resonates with you, then you can reach out to us so we can talk about what might be a good fit for you. We have different options from coaching 
to self-study materials, to team sales training. But again, just like our philosophy, we don't make any assumptions or push what we do uh, but uh, unless we allow other people to connect with us first, listen to what we have, make the connection, and reach out to us. So again, just go to unlock unlockthegame.com, just like it sounds, unlockthegame.com, and take the free test drive there and, and enter our world. We even have a live chat box there with a team there 24-7. Notice the way they speak with you, with respect and with languaging that does not put pressure on you, and you'll see what it's like to be in a world where you can be in sales without having to put pressure on people or compromise your integrity. Again, unlockthegame.com, free test drive there. Brilliant, and I, I certainly highly recommend everyone goes and checks it out. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the show, and thank you to you, Ari, for being on the show today. Sure, sounds great. I appreciate the interview, no problem. The Online Marketing Show, every day with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.